Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Ah, oh, TGIF. Happy yes. Friday, everybody. It's been like one of those longer weeks yeah, this week. Yeah, it has. It has. And I don't really know why, because it's been a quite enjoyable week with yeah. the weather being great, getting outside more, being more active. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. But uh, it's going to be beautiful. And looking ahead, I mean, I don't want to jinx us, but looking ahead, I mean, obviously the weekend's going to be beautiful, but um, into next week, the temperatures are increasing as we go, and it looks like if we stay on trend here, we're going to be up to 30 by the end of next yeah, week. Yeah, so we had about a week of spring, <laughs> and it's summer next week. Uh, it's the kind of weather that just makes you want to do anything outside. Um, it's funny, I hadn't seen my girlfriend since early March, since before everybody did their March break trips and, and stuff. So uh, a girlfriend yesterday uh, was like, hey, why doesn't everyone come over Like after work, after school pickup, bring the kids, we'll just do a little backyard thing in the sunshine. Great. So she heard our show yesterday. Okay. And apparently we're influencers. Oh. <laughs> because she didn't even realize that yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. She just thought, hey, it's a Thursday. Come on over. <laughs> so she heard us talking about the fact that, A, it was Cinco de Mayo. And B, we were talking about the fact that of a big survey of people polled in terms of their drink preferences, it was kind of surprising to us that the margarita emerged as the number one yeah. drink of choice. Like 87% of the people over wine, over beer, picked the margarita. Yeah, which was, I would have never guessed that. Yeah. I mean, we were saying it's not like the first thing you go make yourself when you're at home necessarily. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was like, ah, Cinco de Mayo, margaritas. So she's the only person I know that could pull off a total theme party with like in hours that would take me two weeks to plan. (laughs) (laughs) So we show up there. She's got margarita station for everybody. She has piñatas hung up. What? Sombreros. Like the whole thing. Like this big tower of like chips and salsa and like all kinds of like... Mexican spice cheeses. <laughs> she's ridiculous. Man, I want a friend like this. I know. She's the best friend to have. So I did get a margarita yesterday. Nice. And it reminded me how absolutely delicious they are. I All this talk about this, and I never went home and made myself a margarita last night. But the thing is, is I don't have the ingredients. So that is going to be this weekend's plan. She hit the mother load because um, her aunt and uncle had like this party place. They lived on the river road in Manatick in this okay. big, beautiful house. And they always had parties and stuff. But now they've downsized. You know, kids have flown the coop. They downsized and sold this big house and um, gave all the family members all of their bar. <gasps> so she inherited all of their really good high-end tequilas. Oh, my. <laughs> so we didn't just have the Jose Cuervo. Like, we had, like, I don't even know what the brands are. Patron and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Like, that's mm-hmm. the high-brand stuff. Like, smooth-drinking stuff. Yeah, so if you don't think that you like tequila, like you ju- you have to keep trying different ones. Like like the Rock has that Terramana tequila. Mm-hmm. He claims that you can drink it just on ice and it won't like give you pucker face. There definitely are a few. I've mm-hmm. uh, we have a coconut tequila that we love. <gasps> Uh, 1800 makes it, and uh, everyone knows that Adam and I love it because. Mm. We get it gifted to us all the oh! time. It's, it's like a higher end one. It's so good. And really? you throw it in the freezer and you can drink that stuff on ice. It's so nice. Is that the LCBO? Yeah. Where is 1800? It's, it's called? called 1800. Yeah. Happy it's a Mother's Day tequila. to me. I'm going to gift it to myself <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100.
All right, Stu has been off this week, and we've been filling in for him for his useless fact of the day. He did not submit one for today. <laughs> so Angie's filling in the gaps uh-huh. once again. <laughs> so uh, find something. Um, so as always, you're gonna text in your scores on a scale of one to ten to ten zero thirty. What you think of the useless factor? What you get out of it? So um, we all know the uh, amusement park industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry around yes. the world, providing entertainment for young and old. So. Did you know that the inventor of the roller coaster in America in the late 1800s did that to distract people from sinning? What? (laughs) Oh, the inventor was disgusted in 1884 with the uprise of things like taverns and gambling and dancing halls and brothels. The fancy ladies. So he was on the lookout for a pastime that would draw Americans away from that, something a little bit more wholesome. So he invented the switchback gravity railway, the patented coaster on Coney Island, which is still there. And back then you could ride it for just five cents. That's crazy. (laughs) All to lure people away from brothels and gambling and dancing halls. Thank goodness we had heathens because then we wouldn't have roller coasters. Right? (laughs) They're so fun. I know. (laughs) And obviously the patented technology has improved over the years. But yeah, I didn't realize that. It's like the the main purpose was... Get people away from sinning behavior. Make people more wholesome. We're uh-huh. going to make some roller coasters. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, $5 to ride the roller coaster and, like, Nathan's hot dogs that they have on Coney Island, too, is about that old, too. And you could get a hot dog back then, like a big Coney Island hot dog for, like, five cents as well. Oh, my gosh. It would be amazing. Oh, it would be amazing. And the lineups probably wouldn't have been outrageous. Uh, like right? Like, think about going to an amusement park now. It's just, like, a dread. Now we pay, like, uh, you know, a mortgage price to go to like, somewhere like Universal. Bring, but we the, spend... bring the family there. Yeah. Half the day in line and ride about three coasters. <laughs> uh, all right. Send in your scores. What do you think of that one today? I like it. Uh, I think I'll give you an eight this morning. That's yeah, interesting enough, eh? Uh, all right. Let's check the scores coming into 10 I love that fact. Giving it a 10. That's from Connie the Wound Care Nurse. Cool. Landscaper lady. I think that's an awesome fact. A 10 out of 10 this morning. Fantastic. Liked it. That's hilarious. Giving it a 10. <laughs> nice. Uh, your facts have been going up all week. The problem is, next week, <laughs> Stu will just coast. 10 out of 10 from Hall of Famer Gusto. <laughs> the early morning kids think five cents is very affordable. They could probably buy lots of rides from their piggy banks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're giving it a 10 this morning. Uh, the things that come out of some people's mouths while on a roller coaster are a sin. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Guilty. Says Diva Clow, who's giving that a 10 out of 10 this morning. That's so true. <laughs> uh, I'm still not wholesome, says Bonnie and Yuri, the dynamic duo, but uh, it's a 10. That's funny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. Well, this was some good news for Canada, for the East Coast, for a couple of maritime cities. So it was announced that the World Juniors are staying in Canada. Halifax uh, and Moncton, New Brunswick are going to play host to the World Junior Championships next winter. That is so huge. I mean, like, they don't get an NHL sort of situation out mm-hmm. there. They have to go all the way to Montreal if they want to see a game or go down into, like, Boston or something like that. Yeah. Like, 
That's huge. It brings a lot of tourism, brings a lot of people, uh, a lot of money into the area. So that is fantastic for them. That's a big get. So uh, we're not sure if Vogue has just wrecked the Rihanna birth announcement <laughs> or oh. not. But uh, some fans are a little bit confused as to whether they um, leaked it by accident. So they were talking uh, about in this article about this, you know, I don't know if you saw it at the Met Gala the other night, this big marble sculpture that they had Rihanna. Yeah. yeah. So she's obviously beautiful with her big baby belly that she's been on the cover of Vogue. She's been, you know, in all of these fashions uh, in the Vogue issue last month. So they actually commissioned this sculpture of her that was at the Met Gala of her, you know, cradling her baby bump and this beautiful pregnancy sort of statue. So they were talking about that and uh, then someone shared, uh, you know, you think that they would be enjoying some downtime with their little new bundle of joy. And then <gasps> people were like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 like it's here? Like this has happened? So uh, we're not sure <laughs> if that <laughs> was just something that they're like, oops. Oh. Um, but also people are wondering whether they're already married too because in his recent music video, He's got this like grill on his teeth that says marry me. She's got a grill that says I do. And they have this kind of like wedding play out in his music video. So is he is he not still like detained right now? I don't think he's detained. I think he's out while the investigation continues uh, into that assault that had happened. But uh, yeah, if the baby is not here, the baby is here any day because she is due in May. So um, Vogue may have wrecked that for that. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and that's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, nobody's perfect, and you can't expect that you will be, especially when it comes to parenting. Because everybody's learning it and you're just kind of going with the flow. Every day's a comedy show. (laughs) (laughs) So leading up to Mother's Day this uh, this Sunday, we thought that we'd have a little fun with this. And we want to hear those funny stories, moms, about how you believe you will not win Mother of the Year. (laughs) And I mean, this could be something from when your kids were really young or it could be something quite Mm -hmm. recent. I got a story about my mom about how she's not going to win Mother of the Year. Oh, what did Judy do? <laughs> Literally the last time I saw her, you know, your parents take care of you when you're little. Mm-hmm. It's gotten to the point where I am now taking care of my parents when <laughs> yeah. I go home. And um, I guess she was a little bit overjoyed and excited to celebrate our engagement, seeing each other for the first time course we're cracking into the alcohol a little bit we're having a few celebratory drinks and by eight o'clock i was literally picking my mom up off the floor (laughs) and bringing her to bed (laughs) well i don't know that is mom of the year (laughs) with the help of my father that is not the first time i've had to carry mom to bed in adulthood (laughs) well she's just having fun exactly and you know she did it for me when i was uh yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we do. What goes around comes around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, it's so funny, though, too, because as the years go by, you know that you've had a, like a lot of mom fails and done a lot of silly things, but um, you forget. You kind of gloss over this stuff. And yeah. then, like, you know, you look at every day through rose colored glasses. <laughs> I'm doing a great job. <laughs> sure. So I actually had to ask my kids this. So yesterday we had this conversation. And I was like, okay, hit me. Why won't I win Mother of the Year? And so my two teenagers, 
uh, proceeded to tell them it's because I'm trying to kill them with chicken. So, <laughs> <laughs> and they agreed on this. So, you know, like Forrest Gump, they talk about all the ways that you can eat shrimp, shrimp gumbo, shrimp yeah, this, whatever. Yeah. So apparently this is me now because uh, chicken is the only thing that's still affordable. <laughs> so <laughs> I, they are always like just complaining that all I ever make is chicken. They're like, what are we having for dinner tonight, mom? Like, let me guess, chicken something. So like chicken quesadillas, <laughs> chicken parm, chicken pasta, chicken fajitas, chicken soup. Like, it's a versatile meat. Right? You got to give them that. And I buy like the big trays and then I cut the breasts in half yeah. and then I make, you know, that into, and I think that they're not noticing. I just think I'm being <laughs> frugal and smart and like, you Creative. know, home economics the, here. All the ways I can, all the things right. I can do with chicken. But they're like, mom, enough of the damn chicken. Like they're give just over chicken. Oh. And it's funny because I thought that that was just my teenagers being teenagers and complaining and razzing me and whatever. But yesterday, as we had this conversation, I'm going through my son's backpack last night and he brought home some Mother's Day things he had made for me in kindergarten. And you know those things that you always get and it's like they ask the kids like 20 questions about what's their mom. What's your mom's favorite meal? Yeah, like, like what's, your, kind of, yeah. what's your mom's favorite this and you know, what do the favorite thing that you do with your mom? And he's like, read books and this and that. And it's like, what's your mom's favorite food? Uh, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, even the six-year-old is noticing now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm killing my family every night with chicken. So I was like, you know, if that's the worst thing I'm doing, fine. Uh, yeah. You know, I'll own that. I'll own the chicken badge. <laughs> so <laughs> what is it that you have done, maybe or your mom has done, but why won't you all win Mother of the Year? You can tell us your stories. We're going to get to some of yours. Text it in to 10 well, Christine had an interesting idea to try and get her son to stop talking to himself and keeping their daughter awake in the same room. Oh. So one evening she decided, I'm going to hide underneath my son's bed. He comes back. He's, you know, he's there. He's talking. She starts to lift his mattress from oh. underneath to like spook him. She's like, you stop for a bit. And then he restarted. So she did it again. The poor child started screaming for mommy. <laughs> he was so scared. And she came out from underneath the bed laughing at him. <laughs> he was obviously just mad. I, I don't get the logic here. <laughs> I'm going to get him to stop talking to himself by scaring him silent. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. So Linnea said that when their oldest now was young, like probably four years old, she had a lazy eye. So she had to wear a patch for many hours a day. So just one of those flesh-colored bandages. Okay. So one day they decided to draw an eye on the patch with a Sharpie. <laughs> she wasn't happy, but she thought it was hilarious after. She's like, she does still love me, but they got a kick out of it. Like, just looking at this, like, Sharpie eye on the patch. I wish there was a photo. She's like, that's my fail, is oh, I didn't get a picture of it. That's great. Um, Kathleen says that she would like us to consider her for worst mom of the year for this story. She's got a real big fear of fish, apparently. They were at the cottage one year, hot day, going to cool off with the baby and herself. So she throws the baby Maybe in one of those little blow-up rings with that built-in seat in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. To kind of, like, wade in the mm -hmm. water with her on the edge. Well, um, she's about knee-deep. All of a sudden, a fish, like, gets her. She freaks out. <laughs> 
She runs out of the out of the lake, leaves the baby floating in the lake. <laughs> out to sea. She's like, I feel awful. My husband, he comes to rescue our child, of course. The baby's all good. And I'm screaming, running out of the lake. And she says, I'll never let myself live that down. Every man for himself. Good job, Mom. <laughs> and then here's Jamie's story playing ball hockey outside with her hubby and her son. He's maybe nine at the time. She hit a tennis ball pretty hard, slap shot, hit her kid right in the mouth, oh. knocked out his tooth. Thankfully, it was a loose tooth, a baby tooth. She's like, all I could do was laugh and cheer that I finally got the tooth out. And her kid is looking at her and he's like, really, mom? No, seriously, don't worry about me. I'm fine. (laughs) The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. How would you feel about a workplace mascot? A little dog or a cat wandering around your workplace? Yes. Yes, I love dog or love workplaces that allow dogs to come in. I'd be into this. Mm-hmm. More than half of Canadians apparently are into this, and they would love a pet-friendly environment when they return to the office. So half of Canadians supported bringing pets into the workplace, even if they don't have a pet of their own. Oh, okay. I'm okay. That's good, because I thought that's the biggest reason they're like, no, don't bring in your pet, no. because everybody else doesn't love them. No, it's not just pet owners that want to be able to do this. It's other people who would be fine with, like, I'd be fine if you brought Nova to work. <laughs> she would be Great. a little bit of a menace. <laughs> you might not be able g- to concentrate. <laughs> Give her a year and maybe yeah. she would be a good, a good work pet. <laughs> uh, and some people actually said that they would consider jumping companies or changing jobs for a pet-friendly workplace environment. Well, I mean, for somebody who owns a pet and being able to bring your dog to work with you, that's like, I mean, your pet's not sitting at home for eight mm-hmm. plus hours a day or you don't have to find care for them or have somebody come yeah. and walk them. So but it's also like a mood improver. Yeah. Just, to, you know, like therapy dogs. We hear Absolutely. about this all the time. They reduce stress levels, etc. So mm-hmm. might be seeing a lot more of those moving forward. So NASA is going to be sending nudes to outer space in order to attract attention from aliens. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, not exactly nude photographs of actual people, but pixelated nude stencils of a man and a woman next to a drawing of their DNA. What? So, what good is this going to do? <laughs> it's their beacon in the galaxy project. So they're going to send a message to alien civilizations that could exist in the Milky Way. So the idea is these male and female outlines will be waving hello. We're going to be nice. And this drawing is attached to part of like a binary code message that is asking alien life forms to make contact. So they believe that this binary code could be extensively understood by even extraterrestrials. Okay. And then they would know how to make contact with us, like an invitation. It's a birthday invitation with a nude photograph. Like, why is so much time and effort being put into this? I feel like... Well, I mean, we kind of want to know if anyone else is out there. And if they are, we're like, hey. Well, what if they are? What if they're scary? Yeah. <laughs> what if like they're every, mean? Literally every movie that has ever been made, <laughs> an alien life form has not been a nice thing to come to Earth. Well, E.T. was nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he liked nudes or what would attract him (laughs) to us, but I mean, this is their latest attempt at contact as they plan to retire their International Space Station programs in 2030. They'll be plunging those into the Atlantic Ocean. So this is uh, is their big push before they make room for the private sector. They're actually planning for the private sector in space. So like low orbit earth destinations that we'll be able to travel to. So instead of like, Hey, have to make contact going? Now. I'm going to Florida. I'm actually going to be um, going to space. 
Right. That's wild. Like this, my brain can't even compute that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, it is time to play some Word Wars. Who's on the line to play with us today? Brenda and Pat are on the line. Brenda made it through first. We'll let her pick her categories. Good morning. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning. Hello. So, Brenda, you get first choice of categories. We'll tell you what they are, and you pick, all right? Okay. So, thanks to Elizabeth Stokely, who sent in our categories. We have barber or salon. Hmm. Ooh. Um, I'll pick uh, salon. The salon. salon. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Where well, you're going red or you're going brown, or you're going blonde. That is the what of yeah, your right. That's the what color. of what? Highlight, dye, color. Color, yeah, good. Good. Uh, when you're just getting blonde strips in your hair, just pieces. Highlight. Yes. Uh, this is what you use. It's, it's hot and... It comes at the end after your hair is wet. You use a blow dryer. Yes, uh, and before conditioner comes shampoo. Yeah, and the person who's doing your house is the stylist. Yeah, Ooh. that's on the buzzer for yeah. sure. You, you also said the person doing your house. Oh, did I? Yeah, <laughs> your hair, your house. Brenda <laughs> got it anyway. Oh, good you job. Guys, uh, you guys did really well. You ended up with five. Woo! All right, hang on the line, Brenda. We're going to see what Pat can pull off at the barbershop. Good morning, Pat. Hi, good morning. Good morning. So, again, our category is barber. Things to do with the barber. Okay. Okay. Here we go. A man uses a razor on his face. Shave. Yes. Uh, oh, what did I just say? He's using a? Razor. Yeah. And when you're just getting a little bit off, you're just getting a little? Trim. Yes. Uh, when you grow hair on your face, you're growing. Beard. Yeah. Uh, when you get your hair really, really, really short, like you're getting a with Buzz. a yeah, cut. yes, good. Um, uh, and when you are putting the uh, shaving cream on your face and you're rubbing it between your hands, you're getting it to a like oh, a, 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 a lather. Yeah. yeah, you did get it. But after the buzzer, what was that? After the buzzer, are we you tied? Guys are tied five Woo! and five. So we're gonna have to put you on hold for a moment. Tiebreaker Friday. All right. So we are going to go for a high dice roll for the win. So Brenda, that's a 12. And for Pat, an 8. Oh, Brenda. 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 Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Dice roll Friday for you. Tell Brenda what she's won today. You can get out to the movies. Check out a new release. We've got a pair of passes and uh, treats for two to landmark cinemas. Movies are better together. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen. Moves. Password to paradise. Winner. Welcome to paradise. All right, it's time to make someone super happy on this sunny Friday morning. I know, what a great way to start your weekend. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hi, is this Max? Yeah. Hi, Max. Good morning. How are you on this Friday morning? I'm great. Good. Max, this is Angie and Janelle calling from Move 100. No. 
<laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, very. Yeah, <laughs> Babe, move 100s on the phone. <laughs> Are you trying to remain super chill right now? I'm, I'm, I don't know. What are you guys going to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's that that you have with you? My wife, Natalia. Well, tell Natalia to pack her bags because you're going to Barbados. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. No way. All right, so give us the details. Were you both entering passwords? Yes. <laughs> we, we, we were trying and trying and trying. Oh my god. This is as if I am blown away. <laughs> I've never won anything, so this is amazing. <laughs> the couple that works hard entering passwords together goes on vacation together. Yeah. Oh my Oh, my God. Thank you, We're right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What are you guys looking forward to the most about uh, going to Barbados? The beach? We, all, we always dream of going to a sandals resort. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sandals is the way to go. Yeah, we've been married for 10 years, and we're... Uh... We're ready to go on a trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a great way to celebrate 10 years. A nice anniversary trip at the Sandals Royal Barbados. Absolute luxury. Anything you could dream of is going to be yours once you get there. Oh, my God. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm shaking. This is amazing. <laughs> I got to take some time off. and call my boss right now. <laughs> you got big plans today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. So, well, we hope you have the best time, guys. Thank you so much. Stuntman and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. It's time to check in with our friends from Your Morning on CTV. This week we have Amory Medawig joining us. Hi. Hi, I heart both of you, but red heart. We heart eyes you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so emojis have become very common. We've had some great laughs uh, just when our parents try to use the emojis. I'm talking my parents. I mean, my kids laugh at me when I use emojis, mm -hmm. but like my favorite misuse of emoji was by my mom who sent her bitmoji, but sent it to all of us like with the yellow skin and the no hair. And she's like, mom, why are you, why are you bald? And she's like, what do you mean? And we said, well, it doesn't look like you. And she said, oh, are they supposed to look like me? And then she sent, and then she sent a laughing yellow bald person to us. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we God. use emojis a lot around here. Like in the workplace too, we, um, all of our work group chats, even the ones with our boss, we are just riddled with emojis. Yeah. Now, are you using the right ones or have you ever received one in the wrong context? I wouldn't say that. I would just say you talk about your, your, your mom using them improperly. I know my mom's had a lot to drink. When she <laughs> when she starts using emojis in text messages and she's uh -huh. using like long strings, like five to ten different emojis. And I'm like, oh, what, what are you even trying to get across here? <laughs> trying to decode mom. <laughs> but I don't know that anyone's ever sent one like um, like wrong. Like I've never oh, gotten the, the eggplant emoji by mistake. <laughs> I feel weird if I don't put an emoji now. Now I feel like if I just respond something without some kind of emoji at the end, I feel like it sounds like I'm too serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, so my kids have been schooling my husband. So my kids are in high school this year, and uh, and 
Daryl uses proper punctuation when he texts. Mm. So I'm like, Dad, we always think you're mad at us. And he's like, well, should I put emojis so you understand that I'm speaking in a kinder voice? <laughs> so now, now the texts are all like over emojied. And they're like, Dad, maybe you could just ease up on the emoji. So I guess you can't. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm texting my teenagers, I'm like, you might want to clean your room one of these days. And then I put the laugh crying emoji to soften the blow. Like I'm, what I'm really saying is clean your room now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no clean your room emoji. Yeah. Um, I one time sent, uh, it, oh, it was terrible, but I sent something to somebody, just a condolence of something that happened in their life. And then I accidentally sent the laughing emoji. Oh. Um, because you know how on the left-hand side, it puts the emojis you use most often. So yeah. I use laughing emoji a lot, and I use heart emoji a lot. Meant to send heart, sent laughing. Oh. And then there's about six texts afterwards. like, I sent you this, but I actually meant to send you this. And then yeah. Just, yeah. It's the same thing when you, even when you like something on Facebook or something, and then it pops up, like, which emoji you want. Like, sometimes they'll do, like, the cry symbol instead of the happy one or whatever. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, those are easy to mess up, too. Yeah, like when sometimes when you send something to somebody and they're being serious and then they respond with the ha 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 and it's like, oh, I guess they didn't get to the <laughs> These emojis could get us into trouble. I know. <laughs> and also, do you guys know the definition of the colored hearts emoji? They also had to learn this from the teenagers. Literally That's, have no idea what they mean. No okay. clue. Guys, there is a place where you can look it up. Like the Apple website will explain all of this to you, but there is... So, like, red heart emoji is true love. Black heart means, like, deep, deep love. Oh. Orange heart means, like cautiously love um yeah i'm telling you you do not send the wrong colored emoji heart. so wow, i should be sending so like a loaded. black heart to to like my fiance that <laughs> see right. i i would have thought that meant like my love for you is dead i <laughs> <laughs> like my heart um there's also one emoji i use wrong a lot that maybe you guys do this too so i'm just going to share this knowledge that i was just gifted which is you know the happy face with the hands underneath it yes. oh yeah yeah Okay, so I always thought that meant like, hey, like, you know, like when you're being sort of like cutesy and you wave your hands like yeah. that, that's not what it means. It means hugs. So Whoa. I've been sending, hey, and people think I'm sending them hugs, which I know, thought it was, who I'm sending it to. I thought it was jazz hands. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, like, glad I'm not the only one. You can send that one to one another and not feel like we're being overly. <laughs> Love it. Thank you for the schooling this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm saying half this wrong and my kids will let me know immediately. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. So in honor of Mother's Day this weekend, I thought I'd share something that I saw. It's a post that went viral. It was shared by this mom named Casey Huff, and she's always super honest on her Facebook page about the trials and tribulations of living with three kids under three. Oh, boy. (laughs) And she wrote this thing, and it's all things that she wished she could go back and tell herself when she became a first-time mom, Mm -hmm. and many of us can relate to these things. I just thought they were a good reminder. So here we go. You will, in fact, sleep again someday. (laughs) (laughs) Screen time is not always the enemy. Make sure whatever your kids are watching is age appropriate. Then sit back and drink your coffee in peace. It's okay. Always have an extra large bag of chicken nuggets waiting in the freezer for those nights. We all know those nights. (laughs) Uh, It is a fact that the one time you forget to take an extra change of clothes for your baby will be the one time they have a massive blowout in public. (laughs) You have been warned. The only people who need to approve of your parenting decisions are you and your spouse. Remember that. The list of things you would never do as a parent will get shorter and shorter as time goes by, (laughs) and it's okay to laugh at that optimism you had before you had kids. 
Uh, your mood rubs off on your kids 90% of the time. So if you're struggling with their behavior, take a look at your own. Mm. This one hit me in the gut a little bit. So true. If you ever get a photo of your whole family looking at the camera at the same time, frame it. (laughs) You might not get another one. The best days are the days when everyone in the family stays in their pajamas. Cherish those. Marriage is a tough job, and throwing a baby into the equation will rock the boat more than you ever imagined. Keep working at it. Your spouse is worth it. Don't be fooled. No one has it all together all of the time, so don't think that they do. (laughs) And last but not least, if you don't, or you don't have to be perfect for your kids to really, really, really love you. You don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. They won't remember perfection. They'll remember all of the stuff in between and the messy times. So happy Mother's Day to you all. That's all the feels on Move 100. Hi, good morning, Move. Hi. Hi, who's this? Hi, it's Chelsea. Chelsea, what's your hack for us? So my hack is um, when dealing with cutting onions. So I learned that if you put a wet paper towel in between yourself and the onion while you're cutting it, that you're less likely to cry. Angie, have you tried this one? I actually have, and she's 100% correct. It does really help. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, super sensitive eyes to onion cutting. (laughs) I've got the goggles. I've tried all the things. And you're right. That probably works the best. Yeah, it does. You just like lay it on the cutting board in front of you? Yeah. What? Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. It's like a weird thing. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, that's a great hack. Thank you so much for that. For that, you're going to get uh, our whole $100 gift card. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much.